Want to get out and travel more this year without breaking your budget? Learn how you can use travel hacking to snag some fantastic deals for your family trips and other great ways to save. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. This week, my husband and I have to sit down and make a decision. The beach or the mountains? Spring is coming, which means we have a big break coming up and we'd like to take a mini getaway as a family. Usually we plan these things out sooner, but between buying a car and fixing up our kitchen, we have been pressed when it comes to our schedule. Thankfully, since we've paid off the non-mortgage debts, we've been trying to weave in breaks and trips as a way to recharge, reset, and honestly just relax. And while we make travel a part of our budget, that doesn't mean we don't like to find more ways to save. After all, when you're a family with kids in tow, expenses can add up quickly. One popular way I've noticed more and more families taking with their trips, especially with long or out-of-country trips, is by travel hacking. We'll get into how it works exactly a bit later, but basically you're using rewards from your credit cards to knock down your trip so that it's cheap or free. Now that sounds too good to be true, right? Actually, you can make it work, but that doesn't mean that it's for everyone. This is why I'm happy Doreen Brown, Vice President of Cards at Coastal, is here today on the show. She's going to share her take on getting the most from your credit cards for your trip and how to prepare and save up ahead of time. I'm also going to be sharing tips from other travel hackers so that you can get a good idea of the different strategies involved. In this episode, we're going to get into how travel hacking works choosing the right card to maximize your rewards, and setting up a system to get great deals on hotels, transportation, and more. Whether you travel hack or not, we're going to find ways that you can save big on your next family vacation. Before you jump into these travel hacking deals, it helps to understand how the process actually works so you can decide if it's really the best option for you. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but to earn enough rewards for those cheap and free trips, you have to spend money. Specifically with those cards, there's typically a sign up bonus if you can spend a certain amount within a certain time period. Say for example, you spend 4,000 in those first three months, you can then get 50,000 bonus points along with some other freebies. For travel hackers, a big part of earning all those points is by credit churning. Dan Miller, a father of six and the creator of Points with a Crew, explains how that works for them. Churning is kind of the idea of opening up a lot of credit cards primarily for the sign-up bonus that they have, Mm -hmm. um, meeting the requirements for the sign-up bonus, and then sometimes, but not always, uh, closing them within a year or so. Uh, so the idea is that there are many cards, I'll give one as an example, uh, so a Chase Inc. card uh, is, a, is actually a business credit card uh, and it offers, I think the sign up bonus right now is 50,000 Chase points. If you meet your 
spending, if you spend at least, I think, $5,000 in the first three months of having the card. Those are definitely some significant wins and bonuses, but why are credit card companies so generous with them? Simple. It's a business. They're in it because they expect to make money. So, like we mentioned, to earn those points and cashback rewards, you're going to have to use the card. Also, many of those cards with the highest rewards typically carry an annual fee. This can be around $100, or if you're looking at something like the Chase Sapphire card, you're talking about $450. In some cases, you can get those fees waived, but credit card companies have been closing those loopholes, so you have to weigh your options carefully. Now, the downside with travel hacking with your credit cards is that there is a risk of you dipping into debt. The trap that you have to avoid is making sure you don't overspend because any balance you carry over is more than likely to wipe out the rewards that you're going to get. You have to have a strategy. One of the best resources I saw for travel hacking, specifically for families with kids, is Our Rich Journey. They have a few videos about how they travel hack, but I also appreciated how they were open about being disciplined on what they use the cards for. Well, we aren't spending extra money on anything in particular. What we are doing is putting our everyday expenses on those cards. And for a family of four that lives in a major city like we do, we spend that much on everyday expenses. And to keep tabs on their spending and the balances on the card, many travel hackers, including Dan, Aman, and Christina, are very organized and they use spreadsheets as a way to keep all the numbers in line. Now, in order to get all of these free trips, we take out a lot of cards and we have to be very diligent about how we're spending the money, when we're spending the money, because the most important thing is to make that spending requirement in order to get to the bonus, the big bonus. So the way we do that is we track it on a spreadsheet. When I was talking to Doreen from Coastal about ways that families can make sure that they're not getting into debt when they're travel hacking, she had a genius solution that allows you to set things up with your finances so you kind of have these guardrails and an extra layer of protection. I think it all comes down to creating a budget for yourself mm -hmm. and sticking within that budget. I think, you know, if you want to travel, I, I think you can travel hack as much as you want, but you still have to have that balance and make sure that you can afford the things that you're putting on there. It might even be wise to set that budget up to where it hits a special savings account where you're not touching it and using your checking account funds for, for little things that you might not put on the card and putting yourself in potential jeopardy of having it earn interest and, and have those types of charges that you, know, you certainly don't want because you really want the goal of going on the trip. And since you do have expected spending that comes along with travel hacking, you really have to weigh how well you can handle this. Can you pay your cards off consistently? Have no balances, no late payments, because any balance you carry affects not only your finances, but also your credit score. That's because there are several factors that go into your credit score, and one of them is your utilization. Basically, it's the ratio of how much debt you are carrying versus your credit limit. Ideally, you want that at zero. If that utilization, if you use 10% of your credit limit or more, then you'll see your credit score negatively affected. And speaking of negative, I'm not trying to bash travel hacking. 
I know a lot of people in person and online that have used Travel Hacking Rewards to get some great deals on their trips, but I want to make sure that you have a clear idea of what to expect and how things work. So if you had a history of dealing with credit card debt and you feel like you can't consistently pay off that balance to get that bonus, don't sign up for Travel Hacking. But that doesn't mean you can't save up and get a great deal on your next vacation. Um, I think some of the important things that you should focus on is do inventory of all of the things that you have, yeah. whether it's cards. Um, mm-hmm. Other places have benefits as well, um, mm. not just credit cards. I mean, you, you have warehouse store memberships and things mm-hmm. like that. A lot of those things can also add to your, your arsenal of freebies that are out there. So definitely do inventory of, of the products that you're mm-hmm. using today. I would also start setting up maybe an automatic transfer out of your account to maybe a, a savings account so that you can do it little small increments at a time because every little bit counts. Whenever you're depositing a check or, or something like that, put the change in a separate account so that you're not spending the change. Use those little little bit of points that you get from all the spending and, and shift it to your credit card, but be disciplined about it. Mm-hmm. A couple other tips that I would have would be make sure you read the fine print. Um, yes. Make sure, you know, if your points expire, take advantage of those. Use them mm-hmm. somehow, even if it is to get cash back and then shove it in a savings account and hold on to it. Don't let them expire on you. But that's not the only way that you can save on your vacation. Last season, we did an episode on how you can save money when you do a family trip. So definitely give a listen to it. I'll link to it in the show notes. But I do want to highlight some things to consider and ways that you can save some significant money on your next trip. We're going to be talking about getting the best deals, getting the most from where you stay, and enjoying the place like a local. So let's start off with finding and getting those deals. The first tip is being flexible. At the beginning of this episode, I told you we had a choice to make. Are we going to go to the mountains or to the beach? Being flexible gives us options. We enjoy both destinations, but being able to go to either means when we're shopping, we can go with the better deal. And then also being flexible with the timing. I know this is not always possible when you're considering several people in your family and their schedules, but even if you shift things over a few days, you may be surprised that you can save money on your plane tickets or even your hotel stays because of the timing. The second thing to consider is taking advantage of your memberships. Costco membership, military discounts, or being a part of AAA are ways that you can save on many expenses on your trip. So get into the habit of asking as you're booking, when you're checking into the hotel, even at the airport or the car rental station. See what discounts you qualify for and save the money. And then with finding deals, get to know the different sites and apps that can help you snag one. Now, I have a list and I will include it in the show notes. But if you're taking a flight, sites like Skyscanner or Google Flights can be very helpful in finding the best deal. And then don't forget sites like Priceland, TripIt, Kayak, Hotels.com and Hotels Tonight. There's so many out there, but if you stick with one or two of them, you may be able to earn some rewards, such as with Hotels.com, when you book so many nights, you can get a free night. Now let's talk about where you stay. As a family with kids, you want to look for the best option that will provide amenities 
at a reasonable price. What do I mean by that? Well, many times a lot of those so-called budget hotels offer some great freebies, including free breakfast, free Wi-Fi, and especially when you're in a big city, some free parking. And a lesser known benefit only at certain specific chains is that some of them offer a free dinner with drinks or a evening social. A few years ago, we stayed at a Drury Inn in St. Louis and they had one of those dinners big cost saver, and if you're a social person, an opportunity to meet some other families in a new area. Other hotel chains that may offer this include Residence Inn, Homewood Suites, and Staybridge Suites. So before you book and confirm your reservation, make sure that you go over that amenity list because you can trim back on certain vacation expenses there. Now, you may decide that a hotel is the perfect solution for you because of where it's located and the amenities, Or you may discover that staying like a local, maybe at an Airbnb or homestay, is the way to go. And we've done both for trips. We've done the hotels and we've done Airbnb, and it does vary. One thing that we appreciate with the Airbnbs that we reserve is that we look for spots that are either located close to parks that we can take the kids when they get tired and they need something to do, or we find an Airbnb that has a backyard. Having a place for them to run around and let out steam is a wonderful thing to have on a vacation when you have two energetic kids. And depending on your Airbnb host, we also found that sometimes you can get a free breakfast or at least some snacks and coffee in your place. And we've had some incredible hosts that have given us recommendations of fantastic spots around town that are maybe not so well known with the tourists, but are local favorites. So hopefully these tips make things easier with not just planning your trip, but getting the most out of it. Special thanks to Doreen for being a part of this episode. Later this week on our YouTube channel, I'll release our full interview where we talk about how to select the best credit card for you and make sure that you're getting the rewards that you need for your trip. If you're in the Triangle area and you want to have a better banking option, please check out our sponsor, Coastal Credit Union. We've been members for years and have been happy with both the service and the competitive rates that we're getting. If you want to find out more with what they have to offer, please visit bankbetter.org. As always, I'm going to have the resources we mentioned in the episode, plus more over at simplifyandenjoy.com. And next week on the podcast, actually, we're going on a spring break of sorts for the show. I had a fantastic time doing these 10 episodes, and I'm going to gear up for the next round. I'm preparing to write, interview, and find experts now so we can come back at the end of May. But before I schedule anything on the books, I want to hear from you. What are some of your biggest challenges on your journey towards financial independence as a family? Come join us and chime in with your ideas, questions, and stories. I'd love for you to be a part of the show. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. Our music today was from Lee Rosevear and audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I'd love to hear from you. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.